Hey everyone, this is your host Josh Baker with the Intelligent Conversations podcast. Today I have an incredible guest coming on. His name is Briley Lynch. I went to high school with him. Uh, I believe uh, he's still in high school. I correct me if I'm wrong there, but yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to what he has to say here. Uh, Briley, I noticed that you started your own uh, photo photography company. Is that is that correct? Uh, yes, sir. I started it. Um, let's see. I got my camera about July 9th ish, and so that's kind of when I started it, and it's been it's been pretty fun, pretty great. That that's great to hear. Um, so uh, don't mind me asking. So what what do you primi- primarily like take pictures of? Is it just cars, or do you do other things as well? I do I do mostly cars. Um. Lately, like I've had people ask me if I could do either their like portraits and stuff like that, some family photos, and like I I do that stuff. Um, I enjoy shooting cars a lot more than shooting people because I think I'm better at doing that, and I'm really into cars, and so I feel like I do my best work when it comes to cars. And a lot of times, it it's also it's easy to shoot cars instead of people because. I can go to meets and get content through meets instead of having to rely on people to, you know, follow through with plans or um, set up shoots with me. And so it's just, it's easier to get content and loads of it uh, to go to car meets instead of shoot people and set up shoots with them. Yeah, gotcha. So uh, I'm, I'm going to ask this, uh, what kind of motivated you to get into that? Was it like a person told you or... Did you see uh, something online? You're like, hey, I could, I could do that. Well, so it all started in about uh, 10th grade. I just, I had to fill an elective class. So I took photography. I, uh, I, I mean, I kind of got an interest in it, um, did it here and there, but uh, I never had a professional grade camera. So it just, it wasn't kind of my thing. And so I continued to do um, basketball. So I did that for quite some time. And then, um, some things happened as far as like just my health and stuff. It, it, it things came up, and so basketball, I kind of decided it was gonna be just in my rearview mirror. I was just gonna put it. I mean, competitively, of course, I was just gonna put that to the side. Uh, so I was like, well, what now? And I just I've always been kind of fascinated with uh, with photography and just how you can capture moments, capture people. Um, capture things and and keep it and advertise it and so i was like well i'm just gonna dump my savings into this into this camera and just hope it goes well like nothing's promised especially in utah it's a really competitive field um in utah for photography it's crazy competitive um so i just i decided you know i i i just gave up what i love the most and um this is just going to be a new new beginning. And so um, my, a few of my coworkers, they had cars and they decided, they're like, hey, if you need to shoot something, just come and shoot our cars. And I was like, okay. So I offered to do it for free, did it. And then instantly I was like, you know what? I really like shooting cars. I really like photography. I'm not like, because at first I was like, if this doesn't work out, I'll just resell my equipment. I'll just sell my camera. I mean, I might make, I mean, I, I might lose money off of it. Oh, well, but I was like, if it doesn't work out, I'll just I'll sell my camera. But I was like, you know what? I really enjoy this. I want to do this. And so 
I started getting heavily into like promoting my stuff, um, even building a website right now of getting business cards, you know, just doing the usual things to start up a small business. That, that's incredible, man. Yeah. Let, I, I kind of want to hear more about that. Uh, as you develop, you know, website, business cards, all those things that you get into. Cause Hey, I'm telling you right now, I'm getting into, you know, start my own business and things like that. And it's only going to get harder. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough, man. Well, and it, like, especially cause like I, I mean, I'm trying the ultimate goal for me. I mean, for basketball, of course it was pro basketball players. So I was like, you know, everything I do in my life has got to be an ultimate goal, whether it's something small or something big, right? There's got to be an end goal. And once I reach that end goal, I mean, the sky's the limit, of course. And so when I, when I look at photography, the ultimate goal is um, mag like shoot for a magazine or a big car company and do that for a living. And so that, that's what I want to do. And so, you know, building that small business and, and putting in the work, I know it's eventually, I mean, it's eventually going to prepare me for that, but um, I want to kind of go from like transition from a, a smaller business to uh, working for a bigger company. Yeah, I got you there. So, I mean, obviously, yeah, we got to make that income to, you know, live and then live life on our terms. So uh, I, I'm just going to ask this, this kind of came to my mind, but would you say that, I mean, you played basketball competitively yeah. and things like that. Would you say that uh, basketball though, in a way, like taught you that you can do hard things and it's helped you prepare to like do this? Oh, without a doubt. Um, because I mean, just this past fall, I, uh, I spent, it, it was a total of about nine grand to play on a, like a prep, a prep school team. And that, uh, that included playing against, I mean, some of the best competition in the nation. And so that was like, that was big because like knowing, like, even if, even if like, cause we played, I mean, we played Michael Foster, and even if he destroyed us by 60, 70 points, it was like, it was nice to know, you know, like we can, I can still, you know, be on the court and do that with them. I can still hang with these guys in practice, or I can be away from home at 17. Cause I was 17 at the time. I just turned 18 recently. Um, I can be at home living on my own in an apartment at 17 years old. I can do it on my own while, I mean, I was working a job down there. I worked at a tire shop, um, kind of trying to trying my best because I mean, I don't come from uh, a family of money. And so uh, part of it was me, my mom taking it out of her retirement. I mean, part of it was like me working a discount tire. So it, it was a lot of these, these factors that went into like me being super stressed um, that like, once I look at like photography compared to athletic, like mentally, it's going to be tough, just like basketball, but physically, I mean, I'm not running my body to the ground. So I, th I feel like I can I can do this because I know I've been in harder situations in my life and I, this is just another roadblock. And I'm, I mean, I'm ready for it cause I really enjoy photography. Yeah, that, that, I, I love that actually. That's, I mean, I like that you use the word roadblock actually, cause I think too often we use the word failure too much. Cause I mean, if you say failure that I feel like that gives like the, Failure is the end, man. Failure is the end. I mean, exactly. It's... Failure is is the only way to fail is if you if you're given up. Like, I mean, there's there's so many ways around different problems. I mean, I, I I've had 
I mean, I, I come from my, my parents there, they aren't together anymore. I like, I've, I've been through so much like in my lifetime that it's like the only, the, the thing I look at, I, I am trying to be kind of a better person than my, my, my father before me is what I tell myself every day. And he was the type of person every, every, like every speed bump he hit, he just automatically fit, like he would just give up. And it's like, that's, that's where failure comes into play. Whereas like, I can be doing something for a lifetime. And as long as I don't quit, I don't consider it a failure. I mean, I might die before, before I quit, but, but it's not going to be a failure. It might be, I mean, a little hiccup or a big hiccup, but until you quit, it's not a failure. It's, it's, that's how I see it. That's how I see. It. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I, I would say that I see things the same way. So I'm kind of just gonna uh, hit you with a question here that I kind of want you to answer. And that's a uh, if you could give uh, one piece of advice with the world, what would it be? Let's see. Let's see here. That's tough. You know, I, I have, like, through all my, through my life, like, my very short 18 years of life, <laughs> there's definitely a lot that I've learned. Um, but one thing I've learned is uh, don't do something just because you feel like that's what's going to make you fit in, or you feel like that's what you're meant to do. Like, if you feel like, like, for me, like I've had, I have people telling me, dude, you were like, I mean, you're six foot five, you're bred to be a basketball player. Like, come on, what are you doing? And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm listening to them hear these things. And they're like, yeah, like you're good at it and stuff. And I'm like, but there's obvious, like, obviously something isn't meant to, to happen. And so like, I, I feel like listen to deep down about how you feel and what you want to do in life instead of what you feel like you're supposed to do. Cause like, I feel like when you're stuck doing something you're supposed to do, you're going to get stuck in a job that you don't like. I mean, maybe it pays well, but like if you're doing it because you feel like you're supposed to be doing it because it's paying well, then you're not doing it right. I mean, I'd rather do something that I enjoy, that I'm good at, that I'm meant to do rather than doing something that I feel like, oh, I need to do this because of this reason or this, the thoughts and feelings of somebody else. So it's like, if I were to give any point of advice, it'd just be like, stick to your boundaries and stick to yourself. Like over anything else, just everybody else's thoughts do not matter. To me. Like, especially to me, I'm a big person where, I mean, I, I've experienced a lot of like, a lot of naysayers um, as far as like anything I do. But I don't, it, if it doesn't get, like, if it doesn't get to me, it's not going to stop me. So I just don't let it get to me. Yeah, uh, that, that, that's great. Uh, I haven't had a, I, I actually have to comment something on this that I think we're a little different. I would have to say I've actually gotten some incredible support, actually from you as well. And uh, it actually almost like kind of hurt me when you said that there was naysayers out there. Like, honestly, at the end of the day, everyone is just, they're just trying their best. Like even, even the richest guy in the world, the freaking Pope, like they're all just dudes and they're just trying their best. No, absolutely. They're all doing something. I mean, and see, and that's what I'm saying. Like, like as much as like there's naysayers, like I can, if I really wanted to, I can turn right back around and hate on them for something that they're doing wrong, that they're trying their best. But um, am I going to, am I going, am I going to throw stones at their glass house? No, I don't. I mean, I don't plan on, I mean, doing that. Cause like, I get it. Like my, I mean, I've tried, I try my best in 
in, I, I tried my best in basketball. I'm doing my best in photography. And in my current my current job that I'm I'm looking to get a promotion this fall, which is actually going to be big for me because it'll allow me to to move out of the house and, and do like things I want to do. So it's like as far as like trying your best, like listening to any, if you know you're trying your absolute best, you have to be honest with yourself either. You can't tell yourself, oh, like I'm trying my best. And then like, just sit around and do nothing. Like you got, you have to, there comes a point where you have to be honest with yourself and being honest with yourself is going to make the difference as to whether or not you make it and whether or not you actually succeed, because you could say you're trying your best and then do nothing and then say, oh, I tried my best. Nothing came out of it. Whereas like, if you really tried your best, you're going to feel like you got something out of it, whether it's success or even just like a life lesson, you're going to get something out of it. And trying your best is going to be where it comes down to and listening to somebody give you, give you crap or, or talk down on you for trying your best. Don't listen to them. It's just going to stop you from trying your best. And that's honestly not, not in your best interest. <laughs> Yeah, I, I see that. Actually, uh, there was something. So I I also do, uh, like I have this little side hustle. Uh, it's called Young Fitness. And I did this uh, TikTok where, you know, just to promote my brand. And mm -hmm. it the comment section, they, they weren't too happy with uh, what I said or whatever. So they, they were, you know, of course, blown up. But that's the thing. At the end of the day, I found it funny because those naysayers, they were boosting up the algorithm for TikTok. And it was getting my... Dude profile more views and stuff oh, exactly so it's like these naysayers almost helped fuel me to get more success it's like i love it like keep keep saying the bad cons i don't care like so would you say that uh i mean the big thing though when it comes to naysayers because i mean honest truth the naysayers will either break you or they're gonna freaking propel you oh absolutely but would you say that you've let it get into your head a little bit or do you use that to just say all right i'm gonna show you well um, before, like before, like er earlier years, like a few years back, I'd say like, I got pretty, I mean, I got pretty rattled by it. Not even gonna lie. I mean, I was, I was young. I didn't really know my place, um, in even the world. Like I, I barely knew my place in like around the people I know. And so at the time it was like, I was still trying to find who I was because there, I mean, there's been, there was so much change in my earlier years where it's like, I was still trying to find who exactly I was. And then, I mean, I, of course, every teenage boy is going to try and find who they were through, through a teenage girl or find errors. They're going to figure something. They're, they're going to be like, oh, I need a girlfriend. Maybe that's why I'm so sad. But it's like, there, there came a point in time I was like, you know, this isn't working out. I'm just going to, I mean, yeah, I'll talk to a girl, but I'm just gonna actually I'm gonna do what everybody says they're gonna do and I'm gonna work on myself. Like they they say they're gonna work on themselves, but I mean let's be real, a lot of times it doesn't work that way. <laughs> but I decided working on myself is where it's gonna really be at. And I mean, I still had my doubts, but then living in Arizona, I was like, you know what? I I mean I could do this. Like I I I, I that gave as much as as hard as it was. That was, I mean, that's one of the greatest life experiences of my life. Like four months of living down there changed my life. And so it's like, I, wait, was it four? Let's see. No, it was five months. Five months of living down there changed my life because it just showed me like, no matter what anybody is saying, 
this is the moment I'm in. And they, I mean, they have things going on in their life, but this is my moment. This is what I'm doing. I mean, they're behind, especially like they're behind the keyboard. Like, are they going to, are they going to tell me, are they going to come up to me and be like, dude, yeah. I mean, cause I mean, the main reason I went to Arizona is to get a chance because I wasn't get, really getting chances anywhere else. And so, I mean, are they going to come up to me and be like, oh, you're a, you have to move all the way down there to get a chance. Like, they're not going to say that to me. Like a lot of people, they're going to say something behind a keyboard and, and online, but when it comes down to having a full-blown conversation about it, they shy away. So it's like, if you can't say it to me in person, I'm not even going to listen to you at all. You're, you, you, you're just being a naysayer, and what you say isn't going to get to me. It doesn't matter to me. That, that, that's incredible. So, I mean, you kind of mentioned uh, you uh, like what those four to five months that you spent down in Arizona, you said those were like, it was like a life-changing moment for you. So I was going to actually ask a question where it was like, if you could relive like any moment in your life, what would it be? What would that be the moment you would relive? Honestly? Yeah. I, I mean, just because of the fact that um, I feel like going down there matured me so much. And I, I feel like that'd be kind of a cool opportunity to, to relive it. And especially I learned the life lessons I learned. I mean, I, I, I improved in basketball, but that $9,000 wouldn't be worth it if I just improved in basketball, just because of the fact that I am not playing basketball anymore. So it wouldn't be worth it unless you count the factor of the life lessons I learned. I mean, especially going down to Arizona, the, I lived in West Phoenix. And so the part, the, the, the area that I lived in um, was definitely, I mean, it wasn't the nicest. And so there were players on my team and the stories the different viewpoints I heard were just amazing. I mean, and especially like my mom, she's, I mean, she works for a police department and they, they all knew that. And they were all, I mean, not many of them supported the police officers. And so I kind of just, I had conversations with them on like, like, why is that and stuff. And so hearing their viewpoint um, about not only that, but how just how their lives have gone listening to others viewpoints i feel like i didn't do much before arizona i i was always trying to explain my story or trying to explain just my life but i never listened to very many people's backstories and my mom told me before i went to arizona remember it's a very different place and you want to do a lot more listening than talking You'll, you'll you're gonna learn a lot so i was like okay like, I, like, okay, I get it. But it, it's, it's, I was still like, oh, yeah, like, whatever. And then I went down there and just, just like hearing the side conversations. I'm like, dang, like life is really different down here. It, it, people definitely do things a lot different and their backstories. Like I thought, like, not even like, I thought mine was bad. I mean, my dad, my parents, they got divorced. My dad, he, he had a bad drug addiction I was like, I thought that was bad. And then I hear some of these kids' stories. I'm like, okay, I might have had it easy. <laughs> you know? So I'm like, that it, that would definitely be a, a moment I relived is just listen. I would relive is just listening to how these, my teammates and, and, and people that I met down there would explain their lives and how they live their day-to-day basis type of thing. Because it's just, it's crazy and baffling to me that, there's, I mean, as weird as it sounds, it's baffling to me that everybody else has a life 
much different than mine. It's just, it's as crazy as that sounds. I know it sounds out of whack. <laughs> it, it's all good. Uh, I actually love that you touched on listening because I, I would say that if there is one skill, just one skill that will guarantee you success, it's, it's your ability to listen. Because I mean, especially when it comes, let's say business or when it comes to like your example, when you're trying to get their side, like po politics, especially, I think listening is the most powerful thing that you can do because man, dude, we need more of that. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Well, and, and it, well, like listening can, can benefit both sides because one side can get their point across. And then if you listen you can get you can listen to their point and whether or not you're whether you're going to agree with them and and like either comfort them or be like yeah i've been there or if you're going to like debate it like especially especially in politics like they do a lot of listening because you you listen to what they say and you can the only way to create a solid valid counter argument is to listen to what they say whereas like if you just like kind of don't listen to them and then you're like, oh, well, I mean, then you create a counter argument and they're like, well, I mean, I made some better points here and you would have known that if you listened, you know? So it's like listening comes a long way and, and listening goes hand in hand with learning. And the only way you're going to get anywhere in life is to learn and, and grow. And honestly, words of the wiser. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I... Yeah. What I go by day, day to day is just listen to the words of the wiser because that's going to get you that's going to get you places. Yeah, honestly, uh, I love like this is something that I'm still just like learning more about. I mean, honestly, like no one will ever be like perfect in listening, but especially this is something that I realized. It's like when you listen to another person, you're allowing a part of them to become a part of you and like create who you are. But then when you're speaking and they're listening, you're going to like take a part of you and put it to them. So like, I mean, especially when you start like hanging out with specific people, that's why I think other oh, tends to be, you know, especially in, I mean, you see this countless times in like, let me use an example. Like let's say the accounting department, all they associate with every day is other accountants. So what they do is they start to get this tunnel because all they're doing is exchanging you know, personalities, so to speak, to other people. But I mean, take an accountant, put him in a marketing uh, department. First of all, he's gonna be very uncomfortable. But also he's, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's gonna, but he's gonna take uh, that part of uh, the like some of the marketers, and then he's gonna come back and he's gonna have some value to give to the accounts. And I think that's, especially if you want promotions, I think you mentioned uh, you're getting one this fall. That's, that's awesome. I love to hear that. But I mean, especially if you want like anyone that's listening, if you want to get a promotion, associate with other like fields, like that, I think that's the biggest thing you need to do. I think that's the role of actually a CEO is the role of them is to actually listen to each department and then take the best course of action. That's why I think, uh, sometimes the CEOs are the best leaders possible because, they understand, oh, this is what the accountants, this is what customer service is like. And they have to be able to listen to all these groups of people and then make a decision off that. And same with politicians as well. Uh, yeah, that, that 
that, that was kind of just a little side note that I wanted to add. Oh, yeah, no. But no, absolutely. Like with um with my job especially, there's uh there's all sorts of age groups in my job. I mean, there's me 17, there's some that are 15, there's some that are in their 50s, 40s, 30s, you know. It's just that's how like that's how it is in my job. And so that's there's definitely um a variety of of, of personalities there. And I would say that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it interesting. You can't, like, when you have the same mundane, boring personalities, you're not going to enjoy the job and you're just going to keep, and then you're, you're going to go to another job and it's going to be the same way. And you're just going to keep, like, going into this vicious cycle of going into careers or, or jobs that you just don't enjoy. And that just, that, that just goes back to, I mean, enjoying what you do, because I mean, as a wise man once said, like, if you enjoy what you do, it, 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 it's not work anymore. It just, it, it becomes a lifestyle rather than it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. You enjoy doing it. You don't feel like you're doing it for the paycheck. I mean, it'd be nice to get to do something for fun and still get paid a decent amount. You know, it'd be wonderful, but I'd much rather get paid uh, less for doing what I love than more for doing what I dread the most. I love I love that you had that. So I think I know that you have a place to be. So uh, I'm just going to kind of wrap it up here, kind of get your final thoughts. But what do you want the audience to remember about Briley Lynch? What do they want to remember about you? Um, I want I want them to remember um, that I I mean, I made a very, I want to, them to remember this specifically. I, I, get, I made a very tough choice in giving up what I love, pursuing what I think I could be better at. Because I think I could be better at photography than I ever was at basketball. And so I want them to know that I made a tough choice moving from basketball to photography to pursue a better life for me. Better, I mean, it's mentally it's better too. Because like being a, being a student athlete is tough. I mean... I, I know a lot of people out there have been student athletes. And so I just, I, I want them to remember that like I'm doing my absolute best in photography and that, I mean, one day, just, just one day, I don't know if that's going to be in the near future or, or five, 10 years down the road, but one day I, I will be, I will make my ultimate goal and I will, I will work for a magazine or I will work for a bigger car company and I will be doing what I love the most for my daily, daily life. Yeah, that's, that's great. Great advice. Great. I think this has been definitely has been an intelligent conversation. Do you have a, I mean, here you are in a podcast. Do you want to promote uh, any like your uh, photography right now? Or do you have anywhere that the people listening to could head towards? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just, I mean, I, like I said, I'm working on the website. So the website is not available right now. But um, as far as Instagram, it's just B Lynch Media. So it's just B L Y N C H and then media. Uh, And that's where I post all my content. Uh, That's, that's about it. I'm I I I mean, it posts it auto posts to Facebook. So if you have Facebook, it's just under the same thing. But I once I get the website up, that's when I'm going to start just doing, um, I'm going to p- have my portfolio up there. But as of right now, it's just the Instagram. Okay, sweet. That's great. So thank you for coming on. It's It's been great, man. No, absolutely. I mean, thanks for inviting me. I've 
I, I enjoy I enjoy conversations like this. It's a nice breath of fresh air. Yeah, sometimes we just need to have these honest conversations and we learn a lot from it. No, absolutely. So everyone that that was a uh, Briley Lynch, very intelligent guy as you can see. I look forward to next week's episode that's coming up. Be sure to give this one a listen. Uh it's he he's incredible and I think that's all I have for you guys today and let's get after it. Thank you for listening. We could not have done this without you guys. If you guys liked this episode and would like to hear more, we release a new episode every Wednesday. If you would like to be a potential guest on the show, go to josh.baker32 on Instagram and fill out the form there. Thanks again, guys, and let's get after it.